everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Dave Nibbs, and our guest today is the head men's basketball coach at Hood College, Mr. Chad Dickman. And, Coach, always a pleasure uh, to talk to you and catch up and uh, see how things are going with the Blazers this year. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate you having me on. Indeed. So let's let's go ahead and get right into it. The season, I believe, has just begun. Um, how are things going? What is your expectations um, and, and, and potential as far as this squad for this season? Yeah, so we um, I've I really challenged uh, our team this year. Our, our schedule is probably the hardest schedule that we've ever had in Hood College history, so I didn't do us any favors. And um, <laughs> not, only, not only that, we have uh, we played about as early as you can possibly play. We've got an exhibition and three games under our belt, and most Division three teams haven't even played a game yet, uh, or maybe one game. So um, our schedule wasn't very forgiving. Um, you know, we, we opened up with George Washington uh, at their place about 10 days ago um, and tried to cram everything in for that, and, you know, right off of COVID, and uh, that was a rough one. And then we came back and opened up last weekend here um, for our uh, or this past weekend for our tip-off tournament. So we uh, we got a win against uh, Wilson from Pennsylvania the first night, and we played Randolph Macon, who was number one in the country, uh, the second night. Um, played him pretty tough for a while, and we kind of ran ran out of gas the last ten minutes of the game um, against them. And then we played um, DeSales from PA on Monday and lost by four in a game. We made a big comeback, um, just came up a little bit short, and uh, and they're receiving votes in the top 25. So um, we've had a rough schedule early on, uh, but I think it's kind of given us uh, uh, you know, a pretty good idea of, of what we need to get, uh, get better at and what we need to improve uh, going forward. Um, but I think it's definitely going to help us. You know, we're... we're you get those kind of games, um, you know, right at the beginning of the season, it kind of sets the, uh, the the tone for the rest of the year. And, and hopefully, you know, moving forward, we, um, you know, uh, play with an effort that, that, that we need to play with to, um, you know, beat some of these top teams. Um, so, you know, uh, our, our goal is always to win our conference and, and, and get to the NCAA tournament and make some noise in the NCAA tournament. So, um, that's still well within reach. I mean, we're one and two right now with two losses to two uh, very good teams, and um, we got uh, the battle of DC and Maryland coming up this this weekend, and that's at St. Mary's this year. And um, I think we this tournament's been going on for four years, and I think we've won it every year. So we're going to defend our title down there. So um, after that, we got another Division One game, and then we kind of. Um, have a few, a couple more games, and we get into conference play. So, um, it's been a busy, it's been a very busy uh, two weeks, three weeks, just trying to get everything crammed in with these guys and um, trying to get better at the stuff we need to get better at. But, uh, but yeah, I haven't done them any favors as far as um, you know scheduling and uh, easing them into anything. Well, Chad, it's certainly uh, I, I I know a lot of coaches do that, and 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 and. and tell the team what the reasoning behind it and if, and you're and exact you're exactly right the fact that you schedule some outstanding teams early on is to to use as a barometer for yourself and for them to see where they need to go so uh 
you know, that that certainly is a um, a good strategy to use um, early in the season. And I know it'll pay off for you uh, down the road in tight ball games or uh, knowing the competition that you'll have. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, those those teams. You, if you do something wrong, they're going to expose it. And uh, you know, we, we we found out right away some of the stuff we need to improve on. So it was a great uh, great chance to kind of figure that stuff out as early as possible, and then hopefully we can remedy that moving forward. And um, again, kind of get to our potential, uh, reach our potential a little quicker. Who do you see in the conference? Is it the same schools this year, or do you have a different mix? Um, no, it's. As far as who you know, who you, as far as the teams that you know will be battling for that title. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's up for grabs. The the conference is as good as it's been in some time. I think um, we have we have York, PA, who's now in the conference for the first time, uh, and they're always um, very good in and out of the national top twenty five. Um, you know, you got. Uh, Alvernia is going to be really good this year. Lebanon Valley is going to be really good this year. Um, you know, that part of the problem is that there's no bad teams. I don't even think there's any average <laughs> in our conference. And yeah. Whoever comes in ninth place in our conference is going to be a pretty solid Division Three team. Um, so it's just going to be a battle, um, you know, every night. You know, uh, we'll definitely um, – we can definitely be in the mix. We just got to get to a point where you know we're playing our our best basketball when when conference season starts. Well, that that certainly lends itself to the saying, you know, you got need to come to play every week, every night, and that's not a bad yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You're right. Looking at, um, you've been there now, going on as, as far as an assistant as a head coach, uh, eight seasons, Chad. What is it that you've been able to that you've learned coaching at this level, um, and and you know maybe you didn't see happening, or has it been pretty much what you thought it would be? Um, no, you, you definitely learn a lot. I was at the Division Two level for a while uh, when you got athletic scholarships, and um, you know you're, you're trying to juggle that. Um, and I think at the Division Three level, when I first got down here, I, 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 I kind of brought a Division Two mentality where uh, we were trying to get the best players that didn't go Division Two, uh, and at the Division Two level, you're trying to get the best players that didn't go to Division One. And you know, with that said, you still want strong students. You still want um, kids that don't have any big red flags. Um, but I think the thing I've learned most uh, since I've been here is just how important it is to get the right kids. Or what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, not only playing style, not only, um, you know, on court stuff, but uh, just culture and off the court stuff as well. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, what we've really done a good job of um, is, is being very selective with the types of guys that we offer spots to in our program. So, um, you know, our, our team is such a, uh, easy group to coach because they're such high character kids and you know they all have you know good gpas in high school so i think that kind of goes uh to show that they just kind of got stuff figured out so we don't have guys come in late missing stuff you know the guys are responsible um and they're going to be successful when they graduate here um but i think you know uh, really 
uh, trying to figure out the, you know, what makes guys tick, um, you know, what their high school coaches and AAU coaches say about them. Um, you, you know, we, we really try to figure out as much as possible when we're recruiting these guys um, to make sure they're, they're going to be good fits here. Um, you know, in the past we've, you know, and I think most schools have this, or most programs have, have a problem where you'll get some really talented guys, but they just don't mesh well with, you know, team chemistry or, you know, uh, the, you know, they're more um, concerned with their personal stats or playing time than, you know, the, the team winning games, uh, you know, it doesn't make them a bad kid by any means, but um, it just doesn't, uh, it doesn't work for uh, the culture that, you know, I think most coaches are trying to build. So, um, you know, these guys we have now, I mean, they're, 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 they're very unselfish. They're very, you know, team first guys. And uh, like I said, it's just a fun group to be around. They get along great. And uh, I, I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've really tried to do um, is just kind of find that niche uh, of, um, you know, the types of kids that we recruit. And uh, again, just makes it, makes it easier and more fun to coach, honestly. Certainly the last year and a half, getting close to two years coming up this in a, in a month or so, Chad, uh, the, the, uh, the pandemic and and the effect it's had on athletics from at all different levels. What have you? What did you take away? What have you taken away? And your thoughts about the last year and a half and being at the collegiate level? Um, it's it's been interesting. Um, you know, we're still not back to you know fully uh, normal uh, game routines or anything like you know. Uh, our guys got to wear masks on the bench. Um, you know, we, we didn't know if we had to wear masks when we played, uh, you know, there's certain protocol you got to follow still for practices and whatnot. So, um, you know, the great thing is we're, we're back on the court and competing and, you know, we have a season, um, you know, last year we start in the fall and, and, and at that point, everyone still thinks we're going to have a, uh, you know, hopefully have a season. Um, but you know, when it, when it comes down to it, Pretty much, you know, most most of the well, I shouldn't say most. About half of Division Three canceled their, their season, so um, so we have guys here, and you know, credit to them, we just practiced a few times a week and did workouts, and didn't have any games. And so, you know, as a player, I know, you know, if I'm a college player, like, am I? Are you gonna are you gonna be as excited about practice and workouts with <laughs> no. no games to look forward to? Um, you know. Most guys aren't, but as a credit to our guys, like they they were great. I mean, guys weren't missing workouts. They, they had a lot of energy. So, um, you know, it, it, that was really encouraging, and that's when I knew we had a a, a, a really good group moving forward. Just because uh, that's tough. And I've heard a lot of coaches say that you know that COVID year was really really tough just to kind of keep their guys engaged, and um, you know, especially if they didn't have any games. Like they were coaches were struggling when they had limited seasons. Uh, limited games last year, and, and we didn't have any. And I, I, I had no trouble keeping our guys engaged. So uh, it's just a testament to the, to the guys we have in our program. And you know, this this year has been kind of the reward where you know we're actually getting out there and, and, and playing a, a full schedule. Hopefully, yes, hopefully, and you keep our fingers crossed. There, this yeah. uh, was there. Um... Anything is there? Do you see anything? Uh, you know, with the different protocols, the different uh, um, 
regulations uh, uh, virtually? Anything about this whole past that may be uh, used somehow going forward? Um, I I hope not. Right. I mean, right now, a lot of it is 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 mostly spectators. Uh, you know, all spectators have to wear masks. Right. Um, but like, we're going to play Maryland Eastern Shore next week, and we just found out yesterday that all of our guys have to have a uh, a negative COVID test within seventy two hours. Um, so like, we had to scramble and try to get. Uh, a team uh, meeting where they, all the guys could get tested. Um, so, you know, I don't, I mean, obviously can't see the future. I, I don't think that'll be, um, you know, last too much longer, uh, you would hope. But, right. um, yeah, other than that, I, I would think once, uh, you know, we get this thing fully under control, um, I would think next year would probably be uh, – back to completely normal but you know your guess is as good as mine man. Oh, true <laughs> oh, I, was, I was thinking maybe along the vert using vert the virtual aspect of it being something that may be used more yeah yeah from a recruiting standpoint it was it was a lot easier because almost every high school um broadcast their, their games on either live stream or a certain website or they put all the games to YouTube or Huddle or whatever. And so, you know, that really – that was much easier for us as a staff just to, you know, it's much much nicer to kind of lay on your couch and, and, and watch these games than drive to Baltimore on a Tuesday night and, you know, sit in traffic or whatever yeah. it may be. I mean, that, that made it a lot easier uh, on us. So I think most high schools are still going to do that um, from a recruiting standpoint. Uh, we did a couple of Zoom calls. We don't. We, we didn't do a, a lot of that stuff, but you know, a lot of uh, texting with the guys and through social media that we're recruiting. That, that, that's kind of how we handled it. But, um, but yeah, and I think the, the one change that probably will stay is that, uh, from a recruiting standpoint, it, it'll be much easier to access uh, or to watch recruits play just because of um, uh, all the technology that COVID was forced to. Uh, forces a lot of schools and organizations to utilize. So um, that's something that, you know, some silver lining that that, that I'm not complaining about. I hope, <laughs> I hope they keep that moving forward. Indeed. Chad, uh, now that you've been in, coaching now here for close to, well, I guess more than eight years in the, at the collegiate level as an assistant and head coach, what do you think are some key ingredients uh, for building a consistent and competitive program? Um, I think, you know, uh, high standards obviously is, is always going to be, um, you know, kind of high on the total pole. You know, uh, guys are going to, uh, I mean, uh, I think one of the sayings that we, we always used to use was, uh, you, know, you got to expect what you accept. You know, if you're going to allow guys to cut corners, allow guys to miss things, like you need to start, you know, expecting that. Um, so I think, you know, having high standards and, and, and holding the guys to that, I think is really important. Um, like I said before, I think the types of, uh, of people you bring in is uh, a really big factor as well. Um, but, you know, you got to get, you know, high character guys, smart guys, but they got to be competitive. Like, you know, if you have just a bunch of, choir boys out there that just don't care if they win or lose and 
not going to get you very far. Um, so, you know, you got to find that right balance. Um, and, you know, and at the Division three level, it's really, really important that you get guys that work hard because uh, NCAA rules don't allow us to work with guys outside the season. Um, you know, like Division one, they can do year-round stuff. Division two, they can do all their fall workouts and spring workouts. Um, all we can do is set times up for the guys to do that stuff, but it's it's without coaches. So and it can't be mandatory. So you know, unfortunately, that that takes away a lot because some of the guys really wanted to get workouts in the off season and have coaches there to kind of coach them and teach them. But um, the NCAA doesn't allow it. So you know, uh, point of that being, you know, if you have guys that don't really want to work hard, they're just going to do, you know, the mandatory stuff. And, and, and slack off when it's, you know, voluntary and optional. So you want to find, find you know, guys that are going to be really putting the work in uh, when it's not mandatory. And, you know, they're, they're down here in the gym constantly when, it's, when they don't uh, – when, when coaches aren't here and it's not required and, you know, doing the workouts over the summer that we have our guys doing. So that's a um, – you know, if you get that mix, you, you're probably going to be able to at least remain competitive um, if you have that – uh, sort of group in your, in your program. So um, that's something we, we, we definitely look at. And, and we had a really hard working group of guys um, in our program, probably the hardest group we've had since uh, hardest working group we've had since I've been here. So that's been um, uh, really nice uh, to see from a, a coaching standpoint. Indeed it is. And they, you know, you stay competitive chat and, and it's, uh, it's, you know, you're right about you know you you set your standards where and you you know they expect to be at 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 that level and you maintain it uh, and it's got to be consistent throughout. I kind of know the answer to this, but what was the moment for you, or if there was that basketball was a sport and coaching was what I wanted to do? Um, it might it actually might surprise you. Uh, but kind of uh, as luck would have it, when I right before I graduated from graduate school, I was doing job interviews in Pittsburgh for some banking jobs or whatnot, and uh, a coach from a school called Wheeling Jesuit University in yeah. West Virginia, we used to scrimmage him a lot when I was at St. Vincent playing, and their coach always told me he really liked my game, and yada, yada, yada. So we had kind of had a good rapport back and forth. So his assistant had just left right before the season started and gone to like Dayton or somewhere. And he was in a bind. And, and, and so he wasn't happy about his assistant leaving him like that. So he wanted to find a young guy that you know he thought was going to be there for a, a little while. So uh, he asked me to, if I would be interested in Lisa and asked me to come down and interview for it. So you know, I, I talked to my dad about it, and he was like, you know, he's, he's a well-respected coach. It definitely wouldn't hurt to go interview. And it, it wasn't very much money. You know, I was going to have to move to Wheeling, West Virginia, which uh, I didn't know how that would go. Um, but uh, I went down, interviewed. He offered me the job. And uh, I think about a week later, I was living with my aunt and uncle <laughs> for about a month. Uh, and then living in the dorm for about six months. So, yeah, so I was there for nine years and then, um, you know, came down to the hood when my dad was thinking about uh, calling it quits and him and uh, Dr. Volpe, the president at the time, uh, you know, kind of wanted me to come down for a couple of years and then take over when my dad stepped down. So um, that's kind of the uh, long-winded story and, you know, <laughs> 
still here. <laughs> that's, been well, that's good, Chad. And, you know, you're doing what you're meant to do. That That's certainly quite obvious. And I know that uh, they're, they're glad to have you out there at Hood College and the, and the, and the community's glad you're there as well. Um, so I, I, I want to wish you the best, of course, uh, not only this season, but in seasons to come over at Hood College. Keep doing what you're doing. And um, we'll hope to see if we can get out and get to a game or, or, or two uh, each year. But th- thanks for taking the time and, and the the best to you, Chad. I appreciate it, Steve. Yeah, you guys are welcome to come out anytime. Just let me know, and, and uh, we'll, we'll find a spot on the balcony for you. Thank you very much, Chad. You've been listening to Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we'll see you next week. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. Ashley Home Store's Black Friday sale starts now, and it's your chance to beat the crowds to Ashley's best Black Friday furniture deals. Save 50% off all furniture, plus take an extra 10% off. Shop early, save big at Ashley Home Store in Frederick, Hagerstown, and Chambersburg. He's rounding first, second, third. He stopped between third and home. What the heck? Ooh, that's not the time to stop. And now's not the time to stop wearing a mask. Vaccines are a game changer, but the game's not over. Until more of us get vaccinated, masks help slow the spread. Mask up, America, and finish strong. For more information, please visit cdc.gov slash masks. A message by CDC and the Ad Council. Securing America. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin welcoming Singapore's Minister of Defense at the Pentagon this week, remarking on the two countries' strategic partnership. All this underscores how deeply we value our relationships in Southeast Asia and our partnership with Singapore. Our countries have long uh, stood alongside each other uh, through numerous challenges, and this past year reminded us yet again of the strength of our partnership. We're working together to tackle this global pandemic, and I'd like to personally thank you for your support during the Afghanistan evacuation, the multi-role tanker transport, and uh, Singapore Armed Forces personnel that you provided helped relocate more than 2,000 people who are in need. Secretary Austin adding he looks forward to strengthening the defense partnership, as well as working together to expand joint training and cooperation against violent extremism. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. Listen for our biggest local news stories of the week on the Week in Review, hourly throughout the day and night, every Sunday. A service of We Help You Move at WeHelpYouMove.com. On News Radio 930 WFMD. Get the latest updates every hour on the hour. America is listening to Fox News Radio. You can rely on Fox News for the latest breaking news, information, and top trending stories. The news that matters most to you. Fox News correspondents reporting from all over the globe, keeping you up to date in these challenging and unprecedented times. Every hour, every day, this is Fox News Radio. Fox News Radio on News Radio 930. Radio 930, WFMD, Frederick.